Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason. This is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. My lips is on fire! Uh, what, what, what the fuck are you talking about, George? <laughs> Dude, I'm eating these pickles. They're called O-Snap. And they're uh, hot and spicy uh, cut of pickles. Dude, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what you need to do before we podcast for the first time in weeks. Dude, you can't smell my breath. Relax. Well, no, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's a bonus, but <laughs> you need to be able to talk, too. Let's, I can let's talk. Burn, let's burn our throat right before we go on air. That's it's not. It's my throat is not on fire. It is my lips. My lips is on fire! You ever, you ever like... Listen to some of the singers that have been doing it for a long time, talking about how they protect their pipes and make sure they don't, right before they re- go out on stage, they drink honey with, like, melted gummy bears, and, like, they, they say that their their uh, pipes are their instrument and whatever, whatever, and they take care of them. That's not you. I like to live dangerously. What do you expect? <laughs> dangerously. I eat, what do you, what do you do that's on the edge? Dude, I eat hot pickles. I eat hot pickles before we go on the air. Living. La Vida Loca. Yes. YOLO, bitches. (laughs) So, two things I never thought we'd hear in a podcast, never mind back-to-back, or at least not here, but at least say, YOLO and Livin' La Vida Loco. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not proud of that moment. No, I mean, that is pretty much a low for the show. Uh, We've already set the bar so low, we got nowhere to go but up. Uh, you've been on this show, right? This is not the low. Not the no, no, dude. We literally said YOLO and live in La Vida Loca. And you that is saying, definitely the low. You keep saying it. Like I was gonna say it once and let it pass. I, I want to remind you of the low point of our show. Okay, well, it doesn't get any lower than that. Okay, let's uh, let's step over that bar. All right, <laughs> yeah. So- let, let's 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 move on from that low point. Hey, Macarena. I. <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've been on. Uh, life's gotten us of, again. Uh, we recorded this interview you're going to hear with uh, Fallon a couple, several weeks ago now. Uh, and this time it's not necessarily my fault. I've had it edited for weeks. Uh, but George I'm going to say we're going to place the blame at 70-30. 30% blame for me. 70% percent blame for you i'd I'd go more 60 40 there were several i'm going 70 30 there were several days where i could have recorded where somebody just didn't bring his computer home that that happened one day it was literally (laughs) it literally actually two days back to back no it was one no it was two days back to back no so uh we talked about your computer not working we were going to record but you didn't have your computer so we talked about it not working and then the next day you left it that's two days if you had had your computer yeah, the first the day, we day I did leave it. Yeah. So, this uh, is true. Anyway, so, um, but some of us, we had some cool stuff happen while we were away, so we figured we'd jump we, into that. We had, lots, we had lots of cool stuff. Don't, don't, don't sell it, Jason. We're trying to raise the bar here, damn it. No, I just fucking thing's already shot. We can, you can already write this episode off. Just. No, 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 this is a good episode. I enjoyed this episode. Fallon was a fantastic guest. No, so um, you're right. That pe- that part of the episode will be fine. It's just the beginning and the end of this thing. Ugh. No promises, guys. <laughs> so why why don't we do this? Cha cha slide. Why don't we end. move into? Yes, we're gonna cha cha slide. Um, why don't we move on to the interview, and then we could talk about the news after the interview. How's that sound? Okay, but can I cha cha slide into the interview? 
No, you may electric slide. You are not cha-cha sliding. Dun, 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 dun. After the electric slide, uh, you'll hear our interview with Fallon. Uh, so one thing I want to say about Fallon is she doesn't like a lot of recognition, uh, so I won't give her much. But I do want to say uh, she was awesome this year with Toys for Tots. She was in a ton of Last year. leagues. Yeah, well, last year. Yeah, she was awesome every year with Toys for Tots. Uh, she was in a bunch of our leagues, and we wouldn't have gotten nearly as much money if it wasn't for her and for her pushing some of the leagues as well. So, um, Yeah, it, Fallon was a very instrumental part of the team. She did a lot of behind-the-scenes work. She really didn't want a lot of recognition, but we're going to give it to her anyway. Um, she helped us out tremendously, uh, both financially and with just – pushing the leagues and promoting them and, and giving Jason and I some ideas and bouncing things off us. And she's run a bunch of stuff by us through uh, so far this season for things that we can do for next season. And a lot of that stuff we are going to implement. Oh, 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 um, oh, that reminds me, by the way, uh, before we jump and, and we can get back to Fallon before we jump into the interview uh, toys for tots this year. If you're listening to this, get ready because we are going to be doing a March Mad- madness bracket again. Uh, we are also this year going to do their first time um, pickums for the first round of the NFL draft. So we are going to run a contest and we'll figure out all the stuff later. But um, your entry, basically what you'll do is you'll pick for all 32 teams who you think they're going to draft in the first round. And whoever gets the most right will win and we'll figure out all the prizes and contest stuff between now and then. But uh, just get re- get ready and get geared up for that. It's part of our it's part of our trying to start early this year to get as much donations as possible uh, so we can double what we did last year. Uh, last yeah, year we, so so far this year we're already at eight hundred twenty seven dollars and sixty three cents. That is fantastic. Thanks guys. So uh, back to the Fallon Love Fest. Uh, again, Fallon, thank you very much. And uh, as you can hear in the interview in a few minutes, she's uh, she's actually kind of fun to, to talk to. So uh, here's the interview. Our guest this evening is Fallon, aka from the Fantasy Life app at Just a Girl. You can find her on Twitter at Just a Girl and on the Sleeper app at Just a Girl. Fallon, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic. We I are have... thrilled to have you on. Yeah, and I have to say I am impressed because uh, when I was starting Twitter and uh, Fantasy Life app and 
um, sleeper. I didn't think to keep my name the same at all. But my uh, my social media <laughs> skills are very poor. Oh, mine are yes. too. I started out as added up because I love the song from Violent Femmes, and then I went to sleeper, and I was just a girl in my bio and in uh, Fantasy Life said just a girl loves the Broncos, and then. Uh, Two drink got me hooked on Twitter. I had an account forever, never knew how to use it, but he, he got me hooked on it. So then I kind of changed my name on Fantasy Life and just did just a girl across the board. That's funny. So I've had a Twitter account forever as well, and I ne- I haven't started using it for until like the last maybe the last two years. Mm-hmm. So I'm still not that good at it, but I'm I'm getting better. I got called out by Swag. Uh, on the fantasy football breakdown because my Twitter account was 100% for me back before guys like George jumped on Twitter. It was my way to get fantasy football advice before everybody else get like the information before everybody. But I literally used it just for reading and not at all for posting. So uh, Swag had to jump on me and say, listen, you don't even have a profile set up. You don't have any pictures. You're still the little blue icon thing. <laughs> He's like, you got to step up your game. You have a show. Yeah. What What I learned, though, is I, I created another account. So I didn't want my first name, last name that the original one was. And I took away all the news people I was following and all that. So, because I was sick of seeing all the political stuff and all the news in the middle of my fantasy, so I could swap between the two accounts, and I could follow, you know, news and politics and the economy on one account, and the other one, it's just pure fantasy, because I don't have, you know, I'm not following anything else like that, so I don't get inundated. It was a genius idea on my part, why do you say so myself? That, that's kind of what I'm doing with uh, our fantasy football breakdown account, like, I'll post stuff that's political under the BFTG pod, uh, BFTG pod account, but the fantasy football university, that will be 100% pure, strictly sports, no news, no politics, nothing like that. That's just going to be our, our little, uh, sport account. And that's all I'm going to do with that. Hey, George. I'm excited for that. Hey, George. Yes, sir. Feel very free to stop posting politics on the break from the grind one, two. No, because we actually talk politics on here sometimes. I know, but, you know, just uh, feel free to not post your views, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you know that'll never happen, Jason. You You can stop posting it on Facebook, too, you know. It's, it'll never happen, you know that. You're very opinionated, George. I'm always I am. right. I am. I'm always opinionated. Ah, but that's just me. Well, I mean, I am, I am what I am. Right. And, and you don't have to agree time. with me. You don't have to agree with me. Just accept the fact you're wrong. <laughs> oh, George, that's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me say first off, th- we wanted to say thank you for all your help this past off season. Uh, you were a very big, not just a contributor, but a, a big push and, and driving force, and for Jason and I to to do really good with our Toys for Tots drive. You supported us a lot and that meant a lot to us. Um, and then Jason and I were talking about getting all the winners for each of the leagues on. And once we decided we were going to do that, I said, well, let's start with the break from the grind dynasty league, because I figured that's our namesake league. We should, if we have anybody on, it should be the winner of that league first. Uh, and coincidentally, 
you were the winner of that one. And you actually won something that you begged and begged and begged Jason to go get. And he did. Which I was, stopped him almost. I was like relentless to Jason. I was like, what are you going to get some Bronco swag? He's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. It's so brutal, though, because I finally get some Bronco swag, and halfway through the season, they trade him. Well, you know, though, I got, you know, for the other listeners know that um, the winner of the league won the Demarius Thomas um, jersey, and it was heartbreaking for him to leave us. It was time, and I hope he's successful, and I really hope he's able to play again. I'm not sure if um, he's going to recover and play again. And if anything, I hope he comes back for a day and retires as a Bronco because he did. He was amazing for what the eight years he's played for us. He's just so, and it is such a cool jersey. I didn't think I'd like it, and it showed up, and I'm like, oh, this thing is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, so that's one thing. I am not a big jersey autographed um, guy. If I were to get anything, it'd probably be helmet. Um. But, like, those alternate jerseys they have on there, there's a T.Y. Hilton jersey that I've been staring at that's kind of, like, got American flag colors, and um, and then uh, there's one with, like, some camouflage numbers. Like, I don't, I don't ever see myself owning anything that I'm going to keep, uh, but some of the alternative, like, jersey stuff is pretty cool. And, like, I told George, because I was in all almost all your other leagues that if I win, um, cause I came in second in another league. And, um, if I won the prize, I actually didn't want the swag itself. I just, I mean, I, I have a passion for kids. I love kids and anything I can do to help them. So I was like, you know, you guys just keep it, um, and use it for another drawing. You know, that was kind of my stance on that. But since I begged and begged for, Bronco swag. I had to keep it, and it just turned out to be awesome. And yeah. it was a fun league. Yeah, it, it is. So it, it it's a good league. Um, we, we, there's a, a whole cast of characters in there. It's it's actually there's a bunch of good people in that league. I will say that there there's a couple people who, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, not very high on me personally, which is fine. Um, he, he's entitled to his opinion. Again, he is wrong. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> but uh, but for the and and I, I I had a couple people ask me if if I was gonna you know replace him, and I told I said no. He's completely entitled to his uh his opinion. I go, I, I I'm a big believer that if you want to say something, say it. it. It's fine. So I won't replace this individual. I won't even name him. Um. He's probably not listening, which is fine. Well, good. Uh, stay in the league. <laughs> well, what I oh. think is cool is that first and second place were women. Yes. I mean, like a boss. And I do have to, you know, we did the draft. And I had buyer's remorse on Zeke. I, it was right after Frederick was diagnosed. And I was just, I just didn't feel good about it. So immediately after we finished the draft, I made a trade with It Burns. Um, and my tight end i forgot to draft tight ends and what it's two tight ends isn't it and i had yep. three in my so two i lost one so i um did a trade with him uh it was if i remember correctly it was zeke and wilkins i believe it was for 
Lindsay, because I was pissed he sniped me on Lindsay. I got him free everywhere else, and he sniped me on Lindsay, Royce, A Rob, and um, a tight end. And it, the whole league just like blew up. So that's just the stupidest trade ever. And I was like, I just go with intuition. I just don't think Zeke's going to perform like he does. And got a good feeling about Lindsay. And I needed a wide receiver. And I ended up going undefeated till I think week 12. And then I went on injured reserve. So I have to shout out to two drink minimum because I was out having major surgery. I started strong and he closed the deal and helped me win the league. So, um, you know, it was kind of a group effort there and, and got me that jersey. And I knew from day one, I was so clear. I was like, I have to win that jersey. I had bugged Jason. I was like, I've never wanted to win a league so much than this one just because I was almost stalking you, Jason, for you that four hours and four. I mean, it was terrible. Well, so, so you, I know you've been asking Jason to buy some more Broncos swag. So it's he's actually he, he's 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 eyeing a a phenomenal piece of 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 memorabilia. It's a Chase Keenum football case case, not Chase. No, yeah, I don't want it. No, no, it's Chase. He's not worthy of being called Case. Oh, I don't want it. <laughs> Case Keenum, D- Denver Broncos signed. Oh, God, no. All I want <laughs> is a young Hall of Fame quarterback. That franchise yeah, quarterback. Yeah, those we haven't had, had ones in 1983. And you know the hey. Broncos have never drafted um, a quarterback in the top 10. The closest they got was um cutler in round 11 and um i just want a quarterback <laughs> well listen as and i have mahomes envy i mean i wish he was for, i wish mahomes played for any other team than an afc west team as a miami dolphin fan and jason as a buccaneers fan we can both agree we just want a young stud quarterback on our team george you can <laughs> shut the front door on that you at least had years of marino <laughs> What this name, is true. name me one name me one quality Buccaneers starting quarterback. Well, hey, Trent, Trent Dilfer won y'all a football, uh, championship, didn't he? No, he did Gruden not. He won, won no the Ravens champ. a championship. No, that was Brad, that was uh, Brad Johnson. Yeah, Gruden won you the championship, wasn't that in two thousand? Right after he got fired from the Raiders, then he went to that's not um, how that happened. And then he played the Raiders, and you guys beat the Raiders. I'm funny. Well, so you kind of okay. have that right. So we traded for John Gruden. We traded two firsts. Yeah, there's a trade. Yeah, we traded two yeah. firsts for John Gruden. And uh, and yeah, he came in and won with Tony Dungy's team. You know, yeah. I, I actually think two firsts for John Gruden is actually not bad. I mean, hell, the Raiders gave him, what, $100 million? Right. Well, so back then, you know, that... So think about what that does to your team. So he was a bad drafter anyway, and then to give away two top talent. Now, uh, the first year ended up being, you know, the 32nd overall pick. So it might as well have been a second rounder, right? Um, it might have been two firsts and two seconds if I'm – or we we just didn't have seconds. But anyway, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this just by saying, listen, he got us the championships, so he'll always be in my heart. But – uh He's a god-awful talent evaluator, and the fact that the Raiders gave him as much money as they did, which means he's the de facto GM, means they're going to suck for years and years and years to come. 
Oh, but look at us. I love Elway. He makes great deals. He's a he's a closer, but he sucks at drafting. And Kubiak went to the Vikings, and I'm really worried about this draft. <laughs> Elway can't. He's the worst GM ever. I mean, he can get the free agents. He just can't draft. But, if, you know, the if, poor Finns. You guys haven't won a championship since, what, that 72 thing? Yeah, I mean, 1972. We, we, we went to the Super Bowl. Seventy three, but we didn't win it. And you, um, you went to the Super Bowl, Marino's second year, right? Which is in the eighties, yeah. and then he yeah. lost. He lost that too. So the John Gruden trade, and this actually, it, this just hurts for the Raiders because after they lost to us in the Super Bowl, they they've been awful for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and and we set them up so well. So, um, we gave them two first round picks, a uh, two thousand two. And a 2003 first round pick. And then we gave them a 2002 and 2004 second round pick. Plus something like $8 million, $8 million in cap space. And all of that. And they still were the Oakland, the terrible Oakland Raiders for the best, the better part so of the last long. decade. Yeah. For yeah, 20 so, years. So. I mean, that's what happens when you drop $25 million on a bad quarterback like Derek Carr. Well, this was well, way before you know, that, too. I mean, yeah, yeah I know, I, I know, mean, but, I mean after, even recently. Yeah. They were strong in the 80s and 90s, and they were real strong in the 70s. And, I mean, Al Davis, you love him, hate him, but, and the rivalry was really big when, during the Shanahan years because Davis fired Shanahan, and Shanahan came back here, and, oh, I remember those Raider games were just, I mean, there was extra police. It was, and they're still, they're not, quite as bad as they used to be because my seats are on the opponent's side so i'm always surrounded by the opposing teams the worst team to come visit us though i swear to you are the steelers fucking hate that yellow flag or that towel or whatever that is and they're the worst visiting team ever that's because they travel so good so let's let's go over and this is why they're as bad as they are um Let's go over. They make f- us look good, though. I <laughs> love the Raiders because they're making the Broncos look good. <laughs> so let's go over their first round draft pick since the year two thousand. Okay, we'll start there. Now, uh, he is an amazing kicker, but they drafted Sebastian Janikowski in two thousand first overall. Oh my god! Well, I mean, not first overall, first round, seventeenth overall. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, no, I thought you were saying. I was. I was about to say. I didn't think he went one hundred one. No, no, no. So one seventeen. Sebastian Janikowski. The next year, Derek Gibson. Who? The next year, Philip Buchanan, who ended up being a decent defensive back, but again, who? Linebacker Napoleon Harris. Uh, Nandi Asimov, which he was good, right? He was good. He was good while he was with the Raiders, and then when he left, he was terrible. Okay, uh, Tyler Braden, Tyler Brayton, defensive end, Robert Gallery, Fabian Washington, Michael Huff, Jamarcus Russell, Darren McFadden, Darius Haywood Bay. Now, then you have Rolando McLean. There you go. He's he wasn't a bad player. Um, 2011-2012, no picks. DJ Hayden, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, Carl Joseph. Uh, Garen Conley and Colton Miller. Can you list any of those? I mean, it is a veritable shit show of first round picks there. 
Yeah, but they have to be quiet because if you look at Elway's first round pick since Al- since Manning or since he took over, we didn't do much better. No, I mean, listen, except they, for last year. But this is that, last year. The Bucks have have had bad luck. I mean, so other than say Mike Evans, who was a home run shot, uh, Gerald McCoy, who's been a great player, you know. But other than a couple guys here and there, like the Bucks have been awful too. But that just shows you why the Broncos. The Raiders and the Bucks are where they are. When you swing yeah, and miss so many times, yeah, but the Broncos are three years removed from a Super Bowl title. Well, listen, three years removed. I remember when the Bucks were three years removed from a Super Bowl title. That was ten years ago. No, that was like twenty years ago. And, <laughs> uh, but but you know, seventeen years ago, seventeen years from now, you could be right here too if you keep missing on uh, first round picks. That's well, no, here's our problem, and it's very simple, and there's a messy lawsuit going on about it, is the fact that we have no leadership at the top. You know, unfortunately, Pat Bolin um, has Alzheimer's, so his trust has been set up. And then Annabelle um, also um, was announced last year that she has Alzheimer's. So Elway was offered ownership towards his last contract as a player, and he turned that down, and then now he wants it, but they said no. So Elway acts, he has no, he has no one to account to. So there's no leadership, no actual leadership. When Bolin was leading that team, we were winners. And then you could tell the lack of leadership a couple of years ago when our team captain snags the chain off, you know, the crab tree and he gets suspended. I mean, it just shows a trickle down. So we need to get, and then now the brother of Bolin is suing the, the trust to have them removed um, because Annabelle has already met, or no, Beth has already met the, Beth Bowen has met the requirements, but they've turned them down. And Mike, or um, Ellis has got kind of a conflict of interest there wanting to approve an owner because he is owner and president. I mean, he's the head of the trust and the president. So he gets like to act like an owner, but he has no, you know, no accountability for his actions. We need an owner to lead the team. And because once Pat Bowen bought the Broncos in the eighties, we were one of the, and we still are one of the winning winningest teams in the NFL. Um, we just choked a lot in the, in the Super Bowl, but uh, we got to get back to that. We need a leadership at the top and that's our problem and well, a quarterback. Well, so I'll say uh, the Buccaneers, issue started when uh the glazer's dad passed the boy's dad um passed away gave controlling interest to the kids and the kids don't really care about it as much because they really just care about uh soccer over in uh, manchester united so you know ownership issues here too well and i think the raiders are facing that i mean with mark and though i i saw the stadium being built when i was in vegas for a live draft this this last late summer and you know they have an act. They're building a jail and not as an attraction in the in the stadium. And they're gonna have a little like courtroom in there for unruly um, fans. I mean, imagine that with Raider fans. I mean, that's surprising. That's nah. hard to imagine. Unruly Raiders fans. No, I know. I know, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just uncanny. So what's the Dolphins? What's their fault? What's wrong with the Dolphins? Why can't you guys we do have anything? A, we have a very disinterested owner in Stephen Ross. Oh. See? It goes back to the owners. Now, it goes to the leadership. Now, like, Fowler, look like, at Kraft. 
I keep hearing what? you say you need a quarterback. Uh, Philip Rivers may be available at some point. Would you... Uh... Oh, God. I hate you. I just hate you. <laughs> you know, I I actually like the Chargers. I just do not like Philip Rivers. He is a smack-talking, and he chokes. And we have to pay him twice a year for 18 years. And you know what? He just... You know, they had, like, the best team for so long, but couldn't make it to the playoffs. They made it to the playoffs this year, and they choked. I mean, they just... They're like Reed. I mean, it's like... They, it, it- it wasn't it wasn't Rivers' fault this year though. Oh whatever. He's it, did Rivers did Rivers miss did he did he drop a punt? No. Well, did did, did Rivers not, did Rivers had, give up thirty seven points? No. Had he beat the Broncos, he would have um the Chargers would have had the one number one seed. So it goes it's not just the last game. And then they wouldn't have had to travel to um Foxborough. And Rivers is such you don't cry in football. I mean, it's sure just, you do. It's an emotional game. There's no crying in football when lots you're the leader. Yeah, lots of players cry. Not like Rivers, and and he's just you know like I I'm slowly respecting Brady, and because you know what he has respect for his opponent and his opponent quarterbacks and whatnot. And Rivers has just disrespected the Broncos year in and year out. And I just personally just do not like them. And out of the AFC West teams, I actually like the Chargers. I feel sorry for them because, you know, if you look at their stadium, they have the smallest stadium that they can't fill. And the people who are there aren't even Chargers fans. I mean, it's it's like they're on the road every week. I mean, where are the Chargers fans? But to be fair, the, to be fair, there's a lot more to do in California than there is Colorado. Yep. Well, and we're a big sports town too. We're one of the few that has every single major league sports. We have got hockey, football, hockey, um, basketball, lacrosse, soccer. So does, we even so have a professional women's football team. I didn't even know that existed. We had the lingerie. One, we, the lingerie football team. No, there's, I, I gotta look it up, but it's one of the few, like, charter women professional football teams. We have a professional rugby team. We have professional, um, I think I said soccer and lacrosse. I mean, we, we are a big sports town and we got our skiing, but. So, so is Los Angeles. Well, but I don't think. They've see got them. two football I'd, teams, two basketball will, teams, two hockey teams. You, I will <laughs> bet you, <laughs> with team. odds, that they, that San Diego will come up with the money and they're going to go, the Chargers will go home to San Diego. Yes, I know the Chargers started in California, in LA for one year and then went to San Diego way back in the NFL days, but they're going to go back to San Diego within 10 years. They already did the two team experiment with the, what, the Rams and the Raiders and it didn't work and it's not going to work this time because they're going to be visitors in the Rams stadium and they're not going to make much money from it. It's going to be, I see them going back to San Diego. Well, I wouldn't be surprised with that, to be honest. George, do you want to get into the uh, 20 shitty questions? Yes, but there's 55 of them. Oh, yeah, the 55 oh, shitty oh, questions. Oh, I'm so excited. They keep growing. <laughs> the 107 shitty questions? And yes, I knew you guys were going to ask me about Rivers. I just knew it. We're going to do the 9,000 9, shitty questions. So right. we're, we're going to move into the segment of the, of the 20 questions. Um, uh-huh. As you know, because... You're, you're a loyal listener. We uh, 
don't give you the questions beforehand. Jason doesn't even get the questions beforehand. And we'll go ahead and begin. Okay. Uh, if your life was a cartoon, a movie, or a TV show, what would it be? Seinfeld. Nice. Jason? Uh, Lost. Lost? <laughs> That's a good one. I love that show, actually. <laughs> I'm going to go Married with Children. Oh, oh. oh God. Al <laughs> Bundy, the shoe man. Uh, question number two. What's the worst pet name you've ever heard? That I've been called or ever been heard? Because well, so, like so, Fallon, I get a lot of bad nicknames. So I want to hear both. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's just go with both. I guess that just go with my own personal experience because my middle name's Anne. So some people called me Fanny Ann. And then, like, the swim team, my last name's Carter, and they decided we were dropping the names or whatever. So they got – swim team called me Farter because you took the F from your first name, Carter. I got felonious assault. Um, help, I'm Fallon, and I can't get up. Um, Falcon, Falgen. Oh, I'm sorry. Felonious assault is, is my favorite by yeah. far. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean or rude, but that's just No, fun. you know what? I really, none of them bother me except for foul. I don't like people cutting my name off. It just, it just like sounds like a bird. It so just, it, it's, it's, it's funny how, like when you said farter, they took the first letter from your first name and put it with your last name. Yeah. If you do that with me, it's greed. G-R-E-E-D. <laughs> What's it for Jason? Jason, I, I think. Joe Watson. Johnson. Yeah, it doesn't work. But you know, yeah, it, it, no, it doesn't. See, I, I totally thought you were talking about names for pets. I, 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 I was, but she took it in a different direction, and I'm totally cool with it. Okay. Well, cool. when you said pet name, I was like thinking, you know, like a pet name, a girlfriend or boyfriend, or I don't I, know. I named. Well, that's fish. fine, but I was. I was talking like dogs, cats. Oh, I named but a no, fish. But no, listen, we could go with like personal pet names. That's fine too. I named a <laughs> fish Fluffy. Fluffy. Yeah. I had a dog named Fred. I had a dog that when I bought it, I um the guy I was supposed to go on a date this night, and I met him the week like the week before, and then I find out the night before we go out that he had escaped from a mental hospital and has warrants in three different states and I'm like oh fuck dating I'm gonna get a dog can, can I, I recommend to... not going out with this dude yeah no I said no and then I wanted a boy dog but um, this little dog was we thought we got the girl one out this little boy was asleep in the corner well we thought it was a little boy and he like all of a sudden walked up scratched me and I wasn't sure if I was going to buy the dog yet or not but then it was in my arms the whole time we didn't I thought he was missing something but he didn't and I named him Bart until I got the call that I got the girl I was like I thought I was missing something so then I named her Roxy and my dad's like that's a prostitute's name and so he kept calling her Bart and then um the show Chicago came out with Roxy Hart and whatnot, and she totally was a Roxy, and she uh, was quite the little princess, more so than Maddie. So, if that's so, possible. So, I believe, like, if you're out looking for a pet, I, I, I fully believe you don't choose your pet. Your pet actually chooses you. I uh, agree. Do, do, what about you, Jason? Do you agree with that as well? 
Yeah, so when we when we got our dog, that's what happened. Um the when we we went and looked at a couple of greyhounds and we went to this family's house to to look at who ended up being Groot. Uh Groot first thing he did was went over and licked my daughter's face and then leaned on my wife. And as soon as that happened, I knew it was over and we were getting Groot. Yep. Thing about names is I named Rock or Maddie Dolly because I was like my nickname that Granddad had for me because I was so distraught that Roxy was had died. And um, then I work with an animal intuitive, and she said actually a lot of work she does is finding out the people's the the dog's name. She said that she didn't want to hurt your feelings, but her name is Maddie with a T and not Dolly, and would request that we called her Maddie. Like, oh god, my family already thinks I'm nuts. Now they're think I'm gonna be more nuts. And so I started calling her Maddie, and then overnight she was out trainable. She was it was like instant like and she's had me well trained ever since. <laughs> it's funny how our dogs actually train us. Oh yeah, totally. Alright, question number three. What is the difference between men and women? Other than the physiological difference? I think women are a bit more emotional or they show their, no, I would say that they tend to show their emotions more than men. Um, I mean, there's the obvious, difference, but yeah. I think women are more and more emotional. I, I can agree with and that. Both positive and negative ways. Sometimes they take things a little too per- personally and go nuts. Women tend to go nuts more than men. Well, no, sometimes, no, I, I gotta take that one back. Guys can go nuts just as much as women, but women are a little more emotional. Guys are good at, like, holding it back a little more. Okay. Question number four. Wait, you didn't answer. What is, okay, Jason, go ahead. I'm just disappointed you only listed two genders. <laughs> <laughs> Our LGBTQ uh, following is not going to be thrilled with that, with that uh, question. And uh, I, I believe I, in I believe in science. You either got an XX or an XY. I am uh, I am going to boycott this question in support of my LGBTQ listeners. Uh, <laughs> XYZ. Yes, exactly. Uh, question number four: What is the worst place to take a date? You know, I think a movie because you don't really get to talk to each other. It's like. You know, it's it. You don't get to know someone really. You just kind of, and I don't like going to. I only like going to Star Wars, so I think a movie. I like going to sporting events on a date, because if you don't like the guy, you can focus on the sporting event. But you can talk and get to know each other. You know, I never thought about the movies as being a bad place. Uh, it, I, listen, I I haven't dated since high school. So, right. <laughs> so it, 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 like if me and my wife go out on a date, like a movie for us is fine. But I right. never thought about that aspect. Like, if you're actually trying to date somebody, you know, going to a movie is probably actually a bad idea. Because, like you said, date. you can't communicate or you can't talk or anything like that. See, I was lucky because I grew up in a small um, ski town and I went to school in Denver. And Dad would send me the Bronco tickets because he couldn't come up for all of them. So if I had a crush on a guy, what a great way to ask him out. Hey, I got these 50 yard line for throw seats to the Bronco game. Do you want to go? And then if, and I knew I, you know, everyone sitting around me is no. You never got to know when you asked that, did you? Uh, uh-uh, never. 
And um, <laughs> I, uh, and I know everyone around me. So if the guys sucked, I could talk to everybody else around me because some of them did. And, and I had the game in front of me. So it was, it was, it was beautiful. Awesome. I mean, thank you, dad. <laughs> Made college fun. So, I, so I, I have a feeling I, I know the answer for question five, but Jason, you were going to say something. Well, I, I have like a way worse place in a movie for a date. What? Like the morgue? Yeah, like a garbage dump or, you know, there's there's lots of places. That <laughs> let's, are go to, let's go to the cemetery. Right, exactly. A funeral well, actually, parlor. that's where we used to get stoned in Durango. Because it was this beautiful cemetery on top of the mount, on top of this plateau that overlooked the town. So that's where everybody kind of went and got stoned and made out. <laughs> in the cemetery in Durango. <laughs> that's actually kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's small town. You, know, you gotta get creative. <laughs> uh, question number five. I have a feeling I already know the answer to this. Favorite sporting event you attended? Super Bowl twenty one. Was that in Denver? No, that was at the Rose Bowl. We played, it was right after okay. we beat Cleveland on the drive, and um, we played uh, um, the Giants, and uh, we were ahead at halftime, and I blamed John Denver for us losing because during that, it wasn't like as spectacular as this, the, game, the halftime shows are now. John Denver comes out and sings Rocky Mountain High. I mean, who sings a fucking lullaby at a Super Bowl? Then Frank Sinatra comes out and sings with New York, New York, changed the energy, we lost the game. And that is also the first game that a Gatorade was, one of those Gatorade tubs was poured on the coach, Bill Purcells. But it was, um, that's like what the most memorable, um, and the ticket was $75. And I was like, oh my God, that is so expensive. And I, now, I, would, I would, I would give an arm and a leg to pay $75 for a Super Bowl ticket. Oh, the, the I, it's three hundred and fifty dollars for me to walk into the Bronco games just for a preseason game now, and we have to buy Same. preseason games. I mean, it's an, uh, the nice thing about us losing is they're not raising the season ticket prices. The year after the <laughs> the uh, humiliating loss to Seattle, they added a new little blue section, so add another thirty dollars. In a matter of seven years, our tickets raised a hundred dollars per seat per game. Oh, that's crazy! That is crazy. And uh, we're the, one of the lowest seats in, in stadiums in the country too which is interesting Jason you got a favorite sporting event uh, that I've been to in person I've been to a couple Daytona 500s uh, how about the Pro Bowl with my buddy George that's where I was going I, I was I was waiting for that? you there yeah George yeah, and I Jason, went to the Pro Bowl a couple years ago um, yeah two, two years ago uh, the our very first Toys for Todd drive uh, we raised like we we ended up buying almost five hundred dollars worth of toys. It wasn't a whole lot, but hell, Jason and I felt more. Jason and I felt great about it. We really did. Yeah. And our wives actually showed up where we were dropping the toys off and surprised Jason and I with uh, Pro Bowl tickets. Oh, how fun! Did they have dodgeball back then? No, that was the best event this year. No, no so we didn't. We didn't go to the. We we only attended the actual Pro Bowl itself. We didn't attend. Any of the skills competitions or anything like that? Yeah, they do those during the week when we had to work. Yeah. So that so. sounds like fun that the TV got do that. That's awesome. It, it was cool. the The coolest part was going down below uh, where the locker rooms were, and we got to see the players as they were passing. Uh, oh wow! And even though he's not a very good football player, uh, shout out to Jay Ajayi. He, uh, 
of all the players that were there, he was the only one that came over to where we were standing from both the AFC or the NFC and actually signed an autograph for some kids that had uh, dolphin jerseys on. Oh, how awesome. Yeah. So shout out to him. That, that was really cool. Yeah, uh, respect for that. My second favorite one would be anytime I've gone to Miami to watch the Dolphins beat the Patriots. That's awesome. That's the only reason why I'm a Finns fan. Yes. I love the fact that they, for some reason, the Patriots have struggles beating the Finns and the Broncos. And yep. I'm okay with that. Me too. Finish the, this is question number six. Finish the sentence for me. Females that drive trucks are... Normal? I'm in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, my family is one of the oldest Ford dealers in the country. So we're females. I drive a Ford truck all, all the time. I don't know. Nor- are you talking normals? regular trucks or are you talking like semi trucks? I don't know. It, I just, the question was just trucks. I'm assuming regular trucks. It's That's fine. Normal is fine. That's a good answer. Uh, guys that drive motorcycles are... Insane. I mean, I don't know. I've lost a couple friends from a uh, motorcycle accident. And when they go really fast in between like stuck traffic and I, they just, and then they make it, oh, I don't like motorcycles. So, so I have a, a motorcycle in my garage right now. It was my yeah. father-in-law's. It's a 2002 Harley fat boy. It's got approximately 500 miles on it. So in other words, right. it's brand new. Um, right. <laughs> I, I'm dying to get my license to go drive on and to drive that thing. Um, and the reason why I want to do it is because I like riding motorcycles. I don't like racing them or, or you know, go dodging in between cars or anything like that. I want to get out and just ride the motorcycle and that's it. I don't want to do anything stupid with it or race it or show off with it or anything like that. I just want to ride the thing. You know, I've noticed guys with Harleys are, like, sane. You know, they have the helmet, they wear the leathers, and they drive normally. So, it's like, you know, it's just some of those crazy ones. And I actually had a friend, wouldn't let him go more than 10 miles an hour. So, I wanted to ride on a motorcycle on the back. And we went on an off street, and it was kind of fun. I wouldn't own one, but I think some some guys can be, most guys are insane, but there's the sane ones. Like, I can see you being very sane about it. Yeah. I can see uh, Jason on a race car, on a racing motorcycle, doing crazy I, shit. I cannot see Jason doing anything crazy on a motorcycle. No, I can. I can. I can see it as an outlet. Oh, I need an outlet too. Yeah, I. I actually almost. I was really close to buying a motorcycle back when I worked for United Space Alliance because I had extra cash and uh, I was younger. And my wife said no, so I didn't do it. Uh, so honestly, I. The the answer is I'll probably never own one because I listen to my wife. That way, my life is happy, and uh, <laughs> and uh, she said no. All right, so we're gonna uh, continue to the next part of the fill in the fill in the end of the sentence for me, or finish the sentence for me. Uh, two of my guilty pleasure movies are oh, um, Grease and Sound of Music. Grease isn't a bad one. I, I like Grease. I don't think I've ever seen Sound of Music. Oh my gosh, I've seen both of them easily a hundred plus times. We had a Betamax, and we had it on Betamax. And oh, I am the biggest Sound of Music freak there is. I know all the songs, and oh, I just love Sound of Music. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Jason, you ever seen it? 
Sound of Music? No, I uh, maybe in school. I like. I, I vaguely, I, I vaguely remember the songs. Um, from like, from I don't know, it was like junior high or high school. Uh, the very last one. Finish the sentence. The more you drink, the more you what? Well, the more I drink twaka, the naughtier I get. But I don't drink anymore. But twaka is like it's naughty. Um, I guess the more you drink, the naughtier you get. I'm assuming you're saying you're you're referring to alcohol, right? Yes. So how yeah. about you, Jason? Jason, the more you drink, the more you sleep. I'm always like I'm the <laughs> Jason, the sleeper. I can. Yeah. I'm a happy drunk. I end up on the bar, stand, dancing on the bars, and just doing almost illegal things. So, yeah, I'm, so, I'm a sleepy drunk. I I have to have. So now when I go out and have drinks, uh, I usually just have Red Bull and vodka. So I have the caffeine to go with the alcohol, keep me awake. So what what about me, Phil? What do you think I am if when I go out and drink? What kind of what kind of drinker do you think I am? A fun drunk. I totally I, see you as being a fun drunk that we could just laugh our asses off because I'm a happy fun drunk too. I am. Uh, some people think I'm a violent drunk. I'm not. I, I am totally the opposite of that. No, I totally could see just shoot. You know, just laughing my ass off at you if we got drunk about so, whatever. I, I, I had my ten year at my ten year high school reunion. Uh, we had it at a little little uh bar called the irish pub that's uh here in town and i was out on the patio deck and i'm i'm drinking long island iced teas because that's my that's my drink of choice right. and and at one point i'm sorry i was about you don't fuck around you just go for it all i mean that's no that's, that's i sip them i i don't pound them i because I, I they'll tear me up but uh at one point during the high school reunion, I'm pretty positive that I mooned everybody there. I got one similar. It was the when we finally won the Super Bowl. We watched the game at the club, and they had this Bronco flag. And that, so I was drinking during the game, and my sister-in-law and I decided to go downtown. And I'm pretty blitzed at this point, and I really don't remember much. I do. Re- I don't know how my clothes came off i do remember we left cherry hills and we went to uh downtown next thing i know i'm wearing nothing but my panties and the bronco flag wrapped around me and i'm sitting on the lap of a fireman in the fire truck during an impromptu parade down colfax waving to my uncle and my sister-in-law on the side When they came off, how I met up with them and got home, obviously I made home safe because here I am. But uh, And my brother told me later that Janet called him and was like, damn, your sister is fucking nuts. And uh, that's how I celebrated Broncos <laughs> on a fire truck with just a Broncos flag. Yeah, that's not how I'm celebrating the Broncos winning anything. No, me either. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, the next question is our infamous pizza question, but for the most part, everybody who who listens or follows us on Twitter or any type of social media already knows that you don't think pineapple belongs on pizza. 
Well, so, I'm one of those who thinks it's like salt, savory stays savory, and sweet stays sweet. Like, I will not put my bacon on a plate with syrup because it, it ruins the bacon. Yeah, bacon is a, it, it, it's a great compliment to anything. But, but not syrup. Not syrup. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. But I have a pizza question here for you. Okay. So I changed it up. Uh, and, and instead of does pineapple belong on pizza, the question is, would you eat pizza with pickles? Yeah, well, it depends. If they're like the good um, kosher ones, yeah. I don't like sweet pickles. And, and I know I already know Jason's answer. He will eat a pizza with pickles. I I actually, I'll try anything once. Well, so we there's a local restaurant here. Uh, shout out to the Preacher Bar uh, that makes a Cuban pizza. So it's basically a Cuban sandwich. So it has it has mustard. It has cheese. It has um, pork. It has pickles. Everything. It has and everything that would be pickles. on a Cuban sandwich uh, on a piece of on like pizza dough. And they throw it in the oven. So shout out to Preacher Bar for making an absolutely fantastic pizza. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing. That's worth coming out to visit you guys for. I love pickles. I, I like pickles. I, I'm not a big fan of them on pizza, but that is one pizza that I don't mind it because it is, it's a fantastic pizza. Have you ever had deep fried pickles? I have I've had fried pickles. I've had fried pickles. I don't know if there's a difference between that and deep fried. Well, I, think I don't know. I was in this. Is it like breaded? I was working over. I was working over at NASA in Huntsville, and that's when I was first uh, introduced to uh, fried pickles. And oh my god, they were heaven! Can't find them here, but in the South, everything's fried. Yeah, so. you can pretty much get like you can go to specialty restaurants and get pretty much anything you want fried down here. Yeah, and fried Although pickles. I- I don't know if I consider Florida really the South, though. To be honest, only the Panhandle. The further north, yeah. and f- the further north you go in Florida, the further south you are. Yep. Yeah, the further the further south you go, it, it's more northern than anything. Like, so did you guys? Which side of the Civil War were you on? Florida was uh was was south. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was. I was personally, I wasn't alive. I wasn't either, but my home state was on the northern side. Because I wasn't born in Florida. Yeah, when I visit the South, it's crazy because it's like, I'm like, no, I'm from the West. They're like, no, you're in North. Cause, oh my God, I, I made the mistake once of ordering unsweetened iced tea and you thought I asked for their firstborn. And like, she's like, damn Northerners. I was like, no, I'm from the West. She goes, no, you're from the North. And then the yep. people is having lunch with said, no, there's only two directions. Either from the South or you're a Northerner. Yep, that is correct. Well, that's just people that haven't given up the the hope that the South will rise again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next question: How do you scratch your back? I will depends on where the itch is. So I'll either like reach my arm over, or I will grab a pencil or a pen if I can't get it myself, or I will ask someone to scratch my back for me. So for a while, I would use like a corner, like a a door corner. Oh yeah, I'm full on. I'm with back you. And forth. That's like an. That's like I'm a full dog. on grizzly bear. That's yep. I'm a hundred percent grizzly bear. I'll walk up to the corner in my house. We have textured walls, 
And I'll take, I'll pull my shirt up, scratch it, pull my shirt back down, and just keep on moving. My wife looks at me horrified. She's like, you know, I've got to clean that spot now. And I'm like, yeah, don't do that. I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> no, if, if my wife's around, listen, she's totally scratching my back. I don't even have to say nothing. I just walk up to her and turn around and pull my shoulders forward. And she already knows what time it is. It's time to scratch my back. But if she's not around, I um, I went out and I bought a back scratcher. And it's a wooden back scratcher. And I keep one at my desk at work. And I keep one right next to my bed. And they are the best $1 investments I've ever made. I had one. I lost it. The pencil works just as good. Yeah, listen, the, the corner of the... The corner of the wall is way better than that one dollar back. I never would have thought about using a corner of the wall. Well, oh yeah. When we get off, there's another difference between men and women. No, listen. When we're done here, and your back itches, and it will, go up to a corner of a wall and pretend you're a grizzly bear scratching your back on a tree. By the way, I still want to try a tree. I'm just afraid of splinters. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, bark. You won't get splinters. Don't Next, lift your shirt up. Yeah, pl- don't please don't go outside and lift your shirt up, Jason. I I don't want to get that phone call where you need to be bonded out of jail. Shirt up? I, that would you? Did, you're assuming I'm wearing a shirt again? Oh yeah, you guys are in Florida. No, I, I figured it was safe to, to assume you were wearing a shirt. It's the pants that, that were kind of questionable, and I didn't want to assume there. What if I'm not wearing either? Oh Lord. <laughs> your bo- your, no, your your bail's gonna be more than I can afford at this current <laughs> moment. <laughs> I actually got arrested for streaking once, and I was it was right after my high school year. What, was it was it right after the Broncos won the Super Bowl? Did they find you wrapped up in a flag? <laughs> no, this no this was right after high school. We were streaking right downtown Durango. And um, we got arrested. Well, we jumped into the car and we were like faking like we were making out. But unfortunately, it was a small town. And people knew my dad, so they knew me. So we got busted for being the streakers. And so we went in front of the judge, and the judge said, um, "You got to promise not to do it again for another three months, and this will be wiped from your record." I was like, "Okay." And we all agreed, and oh, was only three ass. months. That was only three months. You know, we're stupid 18-year-olds who just got, you know, just graduated from high school and just having fun. And Durango's a real tourist town, so there's a ton of tourists around. And, I don't know. Can't do question, that these days. No, not these days. Uh, question number nine. What is the biggest modern example of David versus Goliath? I would probably say right now at this moment in life is uh, McKay ver- or um, Sean McKay versus what's uh, Belichick, his young rookie coach against the powerhouse Belichick. Interesting, Jason, you got one. And I'm using my back scratcher right now, just so you guys know. I'm looking at the corner of my um, room, and I'm tempted to go try Jason's. <laughs> Telling you, it's it's the greatest. Uh, <laughs> David versus Goliath. No, I don't got one. Okay, I figured you'd go economics or something like that. Nah, I mean you know whatever. We're all screwed. What's your thought, George? I, I would I would say economics. The 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 wealthy versus the the poor is probably the greatest example of modern era. 
David versus Goliath. Next question. If you didn't come home at night, where would be the first place people would search for you? Well, I can answer this. Go ahead. The factory. I pretty much live there anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's where they'd find you, Jason. He died at the factory. Oh. Really, the only time that I'll come home at night is when I'm in Vegas and I'm at the tables. So I'm gambling. If you didn't come home at night, they'd find you in Vegas. Yeah. Or, okay. you know, maybe Central City. There's a small old gambling town. I'd be gambling. Stalking Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> More like Philip Lindsay. Uh, George, how about you? Uh, I would probably say work. Yeah. Uh, th- those are the only places. I mean, you and I are we're either at home or at work. One or the other is. There's no really happy median in there. Yeah, the only other place is possibly your house looking for a lost dog. Yeah, that was fun. That was a late night. Uh, it was a yeah, really see, late I night. Yeah, see, I used to work from home, so it was. I really had to force myself to have human contact with people because I was. I would just be at home a lot working, unless I was traveling working. What so was easier? What was easier to do in the nineties than today? Get lost. Yeah, go basically. off the grid. Go off the grid. Yep, completely and, agree. That's and I gotta say, you know, I had a ball in my twenties. I party like a rock star, and there's absolutely no evidence of it. No <laughs> Facebook, yeah. no no camera phones, none of that. But nowadays, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah, it's it's just I I miss that that time, and you know, you didn't have a you didn't go like. People like freak out without their cell phones, and I actually don't mind you, not having mine around. Back then, you were allowed to do something stupid, and even like, though it's stupid, it wouldn't ruin your life. Where you know, now, like, now if you do something stupid, forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, wrap up, you know, lose your clothes somewhere and wear a Bronco flag down Goldbacks in a fire uh, truck. I couldn't do that today. I mean, nope. Next question. If you were truly guilty and sentenced to death, would you want to rot on death row or would you want to get it over with? Well, death row sounds horrible. And like the isolation, I'd want to get it over with, but I wouldn't do anything that would, would make me guilty enough to do that. But I'd have to, I'd, I'd, I'd go for get it over with. I wouldn't want to spend like 20, 30 years like all alone. Jason? Oh, I want to live as long as possible. I mean, I'm getting over with. Yeah, maybe somebody It's fucks, like, rip that band-aid off. Maybe somebody fucks something up in the trial and I can get it annulled and get freedom. But like... No, but the question was, you were truly guilty. Well, yeah, listen, a lot of, a lot of truly guilty. I mean, O.J. Simpson went free. Like, a lot of things can happen that overturns trial. Right. So I'd uh, I'd stay alive as long as possible because as long as you're alive, um, you, there's a shot you're getting out. When you die, no shot at all. So, next question is: How's the weather, and why do people hate Florida? Um, weather here is is actually very mild. It's a misconception that it's really cold and snowy. We get 
we're overdue for a big snowstorm, but we're so close to the Rocky Mountains. It's like 30 minutes to the summit of the Rocky Mountains. And we've had actually the most snow this year than record-breaking snow up there. But it'll snow there and we might not get it in here. It snows here and the next day it's like 50 or 60 degrees. And I don't know why people hate Florida. I don't hate Florida. I I just wouldn't want to have to work there in humidity. I don't like humidity over 15 degrees. I mean, I get really like too much oxygen and water in the air. Ugh, can't breathe. Yeah, so uh, people hate Florida because like today there was a 115 degree difference between us and Fargo, North Dakota. And people choose to live in Fargo and they can move to Florida if they want to. Like, stop being a victim. You guys have to deal with the humidity and, like, those flesh-eating bugs and crap like that in Florida. Ugh. Yeah, I'm just... It, God made air conditioning and I enjoy it. Yeah. See, I have swamp cooler, which is very foreign to people in humid places where put water into the fan with water that goes into my house and open up all the windows and uses the windows to cool the house in the summer. All right. And the next question is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So George, I totally understand why you or don't understand why you think it is. Here's the deal. It's not because the movie could take place at any time of the year. It just happened to take place in the middle of a Christmas party. It could be an Easter party in the same you know, movie can happen. Now, you look at Rudolph or Miracle on 32nd Street. It has, it, it, the movie just loses it if it's not at Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. Die so Hard? Is, is Home Alone a Christmas movie? I haven't seen that in so long. I couldn't like give a a good response to that. I haven't seen it in, like since it came out. So, so the director of the movie, the guy who wrote the movie, came out and said that it is a Christmas movie. So, that's not. Well, a yeah, movie. I mean, listen. He says it years later uh, um, to keep people talking about Die Hard because he gets his royalty checks. Like I would say, yeah. I, I would come out and say this is a Christmas podcast too if I thought it would gonna it was gonna get like drive more people to the. To actually listen to it. This isn't a yeah. Christmas podcast? See, like, Rudolph could not happen if it wasn't about Christmas and Santa Claus. But Die Hard could happen. It could be, like, a one-year anniversary party. It could be whatever during the whole... But you know, now you're changing, the, you're changing the whole plot of the movie because it doesn't happen at a one-year anniversary. Here's it the doesn't thing. happen it was at never... a Halloween party. Die Hard was never marketed as a Christmas movie ever. Complete, completely agree. And and I've I've said this numerous times. When they first created the movie, they I don't think they intended for it to be a Christmas movie. But over time, it has become a Christmas movie. Well, then that's just stupid. Like, I listen, I watch, I watch, uh, I watch all kinds of movies around Christmas time. Like, so now. Now, just because I watch, say, The Punisher at Christmas time, it's a Christmas TV show. Like that's, no, because that's it doesn't dumb. have it doesn't have any Christmas themes. It doesn't have a Christmas plot. Like Gremlins. It doesn't take place around Christmas. Gremlins actually is. If yeah, you look, that he actually gets. Yes, 
Gizmo was a Christmas gift. Yeah, but just because somebody See, but- like like that's a it's such a weak argument. Like so now trading it's, it's, it's not a weak argument. So now like, trading- literally, if you wouldn't have gotten if you wouldn't have gotten Gizmo for Christmas, you the whole movie goes out the window. Yeah, but you know what? I get a pet. Like I got a pet in October. So like if he had just given away a pet in October, it's the same movie. That's it. That's the, the thing. The like, pet wasn't given in October. The pet was given specifically was a as a Christmas present. Christmas present. Yeah, but see, that's the difference between that and Die Hard. Is that Die Hard? It could be any party that was going on in the building while Bruce Willis comes to connect but, with his strange wife it, it, and these terrorists. It, wa- and he it wasn't. It wasn't any party. It was specifically a Christmas party, and he was trying to get home not just to connect with his estranged wife. But to also see his kids. Yeah, and that can happen any time of the year. And I think it's but it didn't happen any time like of the year. Like you just said, as the director came out later and said it was a Christmas movie, so it's a marketing ploy to get people to talk about it and watch it again just to see if it's a damn Christmas movie. It listen, is a Christmas movie. It's listen, a classic. There are there, okay. We're gonna what? So the answer to this is really the se- the sequel is not a Christmas movie. The sequel is absolutely not a Christmas movie. The third movie is not a Christmas movie. The third movie is not a Christmas movie. The fourth movie is not a Christmas movie. The fourth movie is not a Christmas movie. And I believe the fifth movie is not a Christmas movie. Did they make a fifth one? They did. It was in Russia. Okay, didn't watch it. So, uh, name another Christmas movie where the sequel is not a Christmas movie. Vacation. That's not a so those aren't sequels. Those are companions. No, you have vacation, European vacation. Home, it was the Home same Alone. Family. Home and Alone is considered a Christmas, Christmas movie. Vacation. Home Alone two happened. Home Alone two was absolutely a Christmas movie. It was it was as much, if not more, a Christmas movie than Home Alone one. Home Alone three was not. Home Alone four was not. Was there a four? four Home Alone. Yes, yeah, there I was. I, I mean, listen. They so uh, the the answer Why I would have to room? that. So hold on, the answer I would have to that is they completely retooled three and four. Not the same family, not the same uh, cast, not the same characters. Completely doesn't different. Absolutely matters. Does, does it does, so it they does took, not matter. Yeah, yeah. They just took they just took the same premise and used the same name and moved it to a different type of a different genre of movie. You 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 add. It's not a different genre movie. The plot line is still the same. They so basically what they did is they took a Christmas movie and put it in the summer. After the first two were successful, based on name kind, recognition, kind of like what they did with Die Hard. Where no, the first it's not. One it's was absolutely not. It's then, absolutely then they not moved what, it to then they moved it to another part of the year for number two and number three and number no, four. No, no, it's fine. No, it's no, okay. no. Number two it's was okay. in. No, no, no. Number two was in the winter too. Not Christmas. Number two didn't involve Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Has Hollywood run out of ideas for movies? It's like a Star is Born has been redone like four times, and now it's up for an an Emmy. And I'm like, oh my god. I I mean, I had to boycott it just for the fact that they redid it. And like Footloose. I mean, come on, that was not like a award-winning show, and they remade it. I mean, there's so many ideas out there. Does Hollywood just run out of them? Well, so they take things with name recognition and put them back out. Like, so if you ever notice, um, you know how things are cyclical and they come back around, but what it is, it's not that 
It's not that it randomly comes back around. The stuff from when, uh, when right now, stuff from when I was a kid's coming back. And the reason that for that is, right now I'm in the the block. I'm in the age where I have should have disposable income to spend money. So all these people are looking at the stuff from my past and going, "What can what nostalgia can we bring forward?" To get as much dispose of that disposable income out of my pocket, uh, so you know, when this stuff comes back, it's it's coming back because you know age groups want stuff from their youth. So that's why we're seeing like the Transformers, and we saw GI Joe and Ninja Turtles, and yeah, they're getting ready. To, they're getting ready to do a Ghostbusters. No. Well. And, you know, and so, and then Power Rangers, and... You can bring the 80s music back, I'd be happy with that, but the rest of us, no. So that's what it and is. And Star Wars, you know, Star Wars can keep releasing, because they're, they're, they're doing a good job on the... Better than the first three. I mean, Disney's doing a great job with their Star Wars. Oh. Alright. But anyway, All right. let's just, to get off George off his rampage on Die Hard, we know his position. And it's not... Everybody knows. It's not it's it's the right position. It yeah, is. On I, I'm on the right side of I'm on the right side of history with this one. Uh, next next question: Have you ever been in a fist fight? Well, I got my ass kicked, but I didn't know how to fight back. So yeah, I guess kind of. The girl got mad at me because the guy like had a, we were at the lake in high school, and I guess it was her boyfriend who was like kissing me and she hit me in the head with a Boone Strawberry Hill bottle and knocked me out and that was the only fight I've been in. I didn't know how to fight. Alright, next question. What's the three things that you need to have at a Super Bowl party? A TV. Food and drink. I, I was thinking, okay, what three foods do you need to have at your Super Bowl <laughs> I party? Because <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, a TV would be probably one of the things you need, unless you're doing like a radio cable. <laughs> such a smart ass on that response. Um, you gotta have like a queso or kind of a chili dip and chips type thing. Um, and uh, vegetable dip and maybe chili. I don't know. Alright, Jason? Uh, add an alcohol, I guess, but I don't drink, but you gotta have a beer or... Well, so I'm making a award-winning fat guy chili, and I am probably gonna try for the first time some uh, burnt ends made with uh, pork belly, and uh, then we're gonna have ribs, too. Oh, that's good. See, as we said, that holds. Because, like, some things that you make that will... Ch- I mean... Chills down or heats up, you can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm super simple, super easy. Give me wings, burgers, and uh, like you said, something to dip some chips in. Next, next okay. question. We'll try to we'll try to burn through these. Uh, do you get random dick pics in your DMs on Twitter? Oh, yes. Why? What is it with men? Oh, I mean, okay, I get men are visual, women are more mental, typically. And just because men like to view naked women doesn't mean we want to see your fucking cock. <laughs> see, I, I I would never do that to anybody. 
And I don't understand why people do that. I don't understand either. It's like, is this a, oh, it's not only a, I get them on different other places too. Yeah, like unsolicited. Unsolicited dick pics should be banned. Right, like I I don't understand who, who like goes, you know, I just met this female on this online uh, service that has nothing to do with sex at all. You know what? She probably wants a picture of my dick. Yeah. What yeah. it says, it's a fantasy life app, and then let's just send her a DM of my dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm there for dating. Come on. Can you, like, you guys can are you, like 20 years younger than me. Can you name names? No. <laughs> name names. And on Twitter, <laughs> I got these unknowns of like, I'm almost to the point where I want to block my account, but it, it's like whatever. Do I'll we think it was that person? George, hey, hey, Jason. Two drink. I'm I, I I'm curious, so I'm totally gonna burn make up a burner account on Twitter. That's a female because I'm curious to see how, how how somebody does this or why they do this. Here's here's the thing I just learned. George wants dick pics. Like seriously, no, George. I, I, George, if you want I, dick I pics, a, I have a hard time believing. Like I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I do I, I believe it does, but like I have a hard time believing just out of the blue like someone's like hey, I don't even know you here's a picture of my dick hold on like, hold I on have- one second George <laughs> George I'm gonna help you out here real quick okay um, audience help George not start a new Twitter account he doesn't need he doesn't need that distraction in his life can you please just randomly send dick pics to George at BFTG Pod. On Twitter. Right? The only on t- way I could understand why is that men are more visual, women are more mental. So they, so under that premise, maybe the thought process is that because guys like like to see pictures, meaning that that my women enjoy it too. So let's just send a dick pic. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think guys think it through. I think it's just. I'm horny. There's a chick. Here's and, my dick. Yeah, there's a chick who likes football. It's like, uh, okay. Uh, and then I, the funniest though is my my name is just a girl. I I thought that would actually clarify the fact that I am female, especially before when I was added up. I had to say, yeah, I'm female. I thought it'd be crystal clear, but guys are even more confused. I'm with my name just a girl than before. More guys are, are you really a girl? I was like, yeah. Wh- why would a guy pick a name just a girl? To get dick pics. Do, 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 do you do you ever reply to them and be like, "Is that all you've got?" Oh, I think a couple times I've had a smart-ass response. Do you need tweezers to get that little thing out? The only one who thinks size doesn't matter is um, a guy's girlfriend or wife. Oh, I, I, I if it hits me at the right moment, I will just. Ream them. If not, I'll just block them oh, and that's not funny. even give them the response. But every once in a while, I'll come out with a really smart ass response and then block them. All right, so we're going to move on from dick pics. I know that's going to be hard for Jason. Um, <laughs> you're the one who's you're the one who's starting an account just to get new ones. I know. Uh, <laughs> how many Super Bowls would? And we've touched on this earlier. Um, well, at least Jason has. Uh, how many Super Bowls would the Broncos have won if they had drafted Philip Rivers? <laughs> well, all the Super Bowls. That, uh, no, well, 
so actually, he would have been drafted just a couple of years after L.A. retired, and we wouldn't have had such a drought. And I might have actually liked him because he wouldn't have been a whiny ass little pain in the ass. And the Broncos, at least, you know, we win Super Bowls and we have a few rings. So we probably, we would have won, I don't know, about five or six more. So you're saying Philip Rivers is a good quarterback. Yeah, see, he, he talented-wise, yeah, I just, I just don't like him as a person. And I <laughs> cannot have him on my team because I cannot bring myself to cheer for him. I just can't. It's just, like, ugh. I don't cheer for I, him. I, I cheer for his kids. I was he's so gonna, pissed he's got off so that many kids. That, <laughs> it pissed me off that I had to cheer for the fucking Chargers versus the, um, Patri- I mean, the Patriots over the Chargers because like this could not. I mean, I'd be a very happy woman if he retired with zero rings. He has just smack talked the Broncos with no class for so long. I just, ugh. But see, if he was a Bronco, we wouldn't have had such a long drought from 2000 to 2012 with a uh, quick in between with Plummer in there. And two years of plumber that actually took us to the AFC West. But from LA's retirement until Manning, we were in a pretty bad dry spell. And I hope it's not another 12 years. It will be. Don't worry. <laughs> because you didn't draft Philip Rivers. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, if you read the people we could have drafted, it's just humiliating. Oh, we went for Paxton. You could do that with, with many, many teams. The players they should have drafted that they. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. You got two questions left. Well, one question is the final question, and then there's a bonus question. Okay. Um, if you woke up one day and couldn't speak English, what language would you be speaking, and what would your most challenging issue be? The language I'd be speaking is Japanese, because um, I was an exchange student and learned Japanese, and it makes sense. I'm a logical person. The Romance languages I took... Spanish, French, and Italian and made no sense to me. But the biggest challenge I'd be facing is there's very few people in the United States that know Japanese. Um, and more people know the Romance languages. So I'd be, that's probably the, what I'd think. Jason? Well, since I took some Spanish in high school, I'd probably, it'd probably be Spanish. And my biggest challenge is I'd end up on the other side of Trump's wall. <laughs> So I, I feel like speaking Spanish really wouldn't be that bad. I mean, listen, we live in Florida. That's almost the the, the state language at this point. So I, I I'm not going to go with Spanish. I think Jason took the easy way out with with saying he's speaking Spanish. I I think I want to. I would I would be speaking Vietnamese. You'd have to. Say, you'd have, t- to, you'd have to be able to say Vietnamese first. I just said Vietnamese. No, you said, yeah, you keep saying Vietnamese and not Vietnamese. I, I know singing Vietnamese. Now I'm saying it. Go digging, knock, knock, Which is, you have a nice ass. I learned that huh. when I lived in Japan. Thank you. So, so George, so, <laughs> so George's biggest, uh, George's biggest challenge would, is obviously learning how to say Vietnamese. I said Vietnamese. Yeah, you said I think it. there's more more Japanese people than Vietnamese here. Now you're I, saying I, I it wrong. Now you're both know, saying it wrong. Me. I know now. It's, it's George's fault. Just blame me. I'm used to it. It's fine. Okay. It is what it is. Whatever. 
Uh, so could you read it? See, I can read Japanese, and I used to know up to about 500 of the um, katakana um, symbols of nah. like 25,000. So I actually seen a thing on uh, online ba- today. George can barely speak English. He's th- this is true. This is very true. Uh, Ariana Grande got a tattoo. Yeah, uh, I saw this on her on her on her palm, and it's it's Japanese, and it's supposed to stay, uh, say Seven Rings, which is the name of her album. Uh huh. The only problem is is when you translate what she wrote to actual Japanese. Uh-huh. It it means. Barbecue grill. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you know what that is? That's just a shitty tattoo artist. So no, so no, no, it's like so if you go through and look through her Twitter account, like there are people who are actually Japanese and they've actually posted what it should look like to for seven rings and Japanese versus uh what she has. And it's not the tattoo artist's fault. They are nothing alike. That's her coming in saying, this is what I want because this is what it means by doing something like Google Translator or something like that. And it's just completely wrong. Well, well that's her fault for like not researching it right. I'm super excited because exactly. uh, I like a girl who likes barbecue. All right. So we'll go ahead and we're going to go ahead and end the show. Um Jason will give you an opportunity to 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 plug yeah. yourself. Hey, so <laughs> so uh, so Fallon, uh, we've come to the point we we just finished the questions, um, and uh, and uh, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself? Maybe with well, an account. <laughs> well, I am just a girl on the Fantasy Life app, and I'm just a girl on. Um, Sleeper bot, and then on Twitter, I'm ff underscore just a girl. Fallon, so it was really good to me. have it was really good to have you on. Thank you for doing the twenty questions. Thank you again for all you did to support the Toys for Tots drive last year and this year. Uh, it, it, you know, one of the one of the biggest reasons we were able to get as much as we were is because because uh, of how much you helped. So we really appreciate it, and and thank you very much. Well, thank you guys, and you know, you guys deserve a pat on the back. You guys just did amazing, and I my hat's off to the both of you for the contribution you made and the difference you made in so many kids' life. And I so, don't know, and to, to drink and uh, swag and um, Neil, they just all you all did an awesome job this year. I won't take. I'm a pa- proud to be part of it. I won't take a pat on the back. I'll take a scratch on the back from the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah, and George will take the his back scratcher. My my handy dandy trusty back scratcher. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I had a great time. All right. Thanks, Val. Okay, so I need, like, another wedding song here so that I can sing it on the way in. Uh, but I don't know any. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. I got you. You don't have to play it. I'm not. I just Googled popular wedding songs. Oh, there you go. I know there's another slide out there now. Uh, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody? No. Don't Stop Believing, Make You Feel My Love? No. I got a feeling, Unchained Melody, Thinking Out Loud, My Girl. No, I'm talking about, oh, YMCA. Okay. Uh, I don't see YMCA on this list of uh, all... popular wedding songs. You know what I mean, though they like, uh, it's not popular wedding songs. It's... I, I know what you mean. Ah, dude, you could do Dancing Queen. Yeah, I'm not singing Dancing Queen. 
<laughs> you know what? You know what? Fuck it. We're back. Uh, we're leaving all that in. Welcome back to uh, Breaking the Grind. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed- a little, little behind the scenes magic going on there. Yeah, I'm leaving all that in. Uh, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Fallon. Like I said, it was a good time. Uh, she was awesome to have on. She's awesome as a uh, support. And um, so if uh, if uh, I don't remember her Twitter. At like a girl. Oh, yeah. So uh, if you want to follow her, uh, check her out on Twitter. At just like a girl. A girl. Just, at just a girl. Oh. If you want to follow her on Twitter, at just a girl. Uh, I don't know that she she's on Twitter at just a girl. She's on the Fancy Life app at just a girl. I think she does Instagram at just a girl. Everywhere she's at, just a girl. So, uh, check her out. Alright, so, first thing I want to mention before we get to our big news, uh, George and I did the second, our second annual time of doing the Titusville Ch- Chili Cook-Off here where we live. Uh, George, and George, do you want to tell the people how we did with the people? So, last year we were second runner-up with the people, which was awesome because we were going up against, you know, a lot bigger entities than us. You gotta remember, Jason and I, just two fat guys in the kitchen. Uh, our team name was literally Fat Guys Chili. Uh, we got there. We set up. We kicked ass. People actually remembered us from last year and wanted to taste the chili again. They were hoping we had the same thing, but we did a little different. But overall, we came in first place overall for People's Choice. We did. So we beat restaurants. Uh, there were at least three restaurants in the running. We beat multiple businesses. Uh, professional had, chefs. Yeah, we beat professional chefs. We uh, there were a total of fifteen contestants, fourteen plus us, and of people's choice, we were number one. It was awesome. we whooped all the people's ass. So, uh, so George and I will be not doing the podcast anymore. We are taking Fat Guys Chili on the road. You know, just guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love. So we that was the cool thing is I actually we had a couple guys actually get our phone numbers because they're gonna buy chili from us. They're gonna pay us Correction. to make chili. Huh? They got your phone number. I did not give any dudes my phone number. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. One was a really nice family. I don't care. All right, I was hoping to get some little little key action. You know, a little fishbowl. Little. Yeah, you weren't you weren't getting any of that. No, I for sure wasn't. It was like a bunch of runners and stuff. I wasn't getting any of that. I'm a fat guy. But <laughs> anyway, so that's just a little side. It's one of the things we did. I don't know. Uh, we talked about it last year. It's one of the th- reasons why this came out so late because I don't know if you know this, but making six gallons of chili is hard. Especially when you make more than six gallons of chili. Yeah, we ended up making about eight gallons of chili, but we spent uh, – we took the – we both took the day off before from the factory – and we started work at 11 a.m. and finished somewhere around 8 p.m. Uh, just prepping and cooking. That was, And that was only two-thirds of it. That was only two-thirds, right? And then I did more after you left. Yep. Because uh, I'm a machine, <laughs> goddammit. Well, that and it was at your house. Right, that too. But I'm still gonna, <laughs> But we'll go with your machine. Yeah, yeah, it so was go. at your house, but we're going to go with your machine. You're a monster. I'm You're a, a beast. I'm You're a, an animal. I'm a goddamn chili cooking king. <laughs> there's gotta be first a place overall first place yeah there's gotta be a nickname in there for me somewhere can we call me the machine we can call you the machine the fat machine you can call you can go with fat machine if you want yeah. i kind of you know tend to lean more towards just the machine just the machine but but if you want to go fat machine hey that's on you can i i'm gonna go so now i'm gonna go into our group me on sleeper wire and just change my name to the machine just change it to the machine. See That's fantastic. See who notices, and, and then if they actually listen to this to get why. I know Michael get it. Michael get it as soon as this releases. 
So will Adam. Hi, Mike. Hi, Adam. Hey, Mike. Hey, Adam. Hey, Hoos. I know Hoos is going to listen. Hoos is going to listen. Hi, Hoos. Yes. All right. So, so anyway, so uh, speaking up... of the guys from Sleeperwire, <laughs> hey, what a transition. What that, That's what you call a professional transition. And if we didn't call it out, I feel it would have like, been even better. Yeah, I feel like somebody did this on their show recently. Hi, Swag. <laughs> what up, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> Two drink. What's going on? Anyway, so now we're off topic. Uh, so, uh, speaking of sleeper wire, guys, George and I got permission from our wives. Literally, I just told my wife I was going. We are. I had, to, I had to. I had. To, I had to go above and beyond to get permission. Yeah, I know. I know. So. Uh, I just told her because my wife's used to anyway. So, but we're getting off topic again, George. Uh, you're ruining this announcement. Oh, here, let me, let me, let let me do this, Jason. I Wait, got this. Hold on, hold I got, on, hold no, on. no, yeah. I got this. I got this. You got to trust me. I got this. Forty-five second so, roll. No. So, as you guys know, Jason and I teamed up with Sleeper Wire last year, and that's where we handle our fantasy football advice. You know, we worked with them all last year. Uh, we we we've been getting to know the guys really well. Well, this year we've all decided that we're going to go to the sports con in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's formerly the NFFC. Um, and you're going to have the fantasy footballers there. Uh, you're going to have the sleeper wire guys there. You're going to be me, Jason, Hoos, Mike, Lucas, Corey, Adam, just the whole gang. We're going to be running at least eight deep up in that bitch. And uh, we are teaming up with Eat Sleep Fantasy. So Sleeper Wire and Eat Sleep Fantasy, uh, we're going to have a booth together. Uh, we're probably going to share a house. But we're may... renting a literally a mansion that will sleep at least 16 people. And I may or may not spoon with half of those guys. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't. Uh, well, at this point now I have to. It's on audio. <laughs> I mean, what what am I gonna do now? I have to have pictures of me spooning. Oh, check my Twitter. Yeah, pictures or it didn't happen. Fuck it. Uh, so uh, when NFFC or SportsCon's going on, uh, check my Twitter account. Somebody has to at some point, eventually, somewhere, uh, for pictures of me spooning with Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh, I may, I may cuddle with Hoose. I may not. I hear he's a cuddler. I I, I can confirm. You can. How do you know? Have you ever met Hoos? I know he's in Miami. I, I, listen, Jason, I don't kiss and talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going. We're excited because, uh, dude, it's a guy trip, right? So, and that's. Yeah, it's super excited. It's totally a guy trip. Um, we actually get them. So, the, the people from Slipperwire. Like, we all know each other through podcasts and, and our group meet chats and whatnot, but we've actually, none of us have actually met each other. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Like, even before so, we were, I, hey, dude, so you and I are the only members of Sleeperwire that met each other. This is true. We're the first. This is absolutely true. We are the first. We're, we are breaking we're barriers. Tra trailblazers. <laughs> but no, we're, um, we're super excited. We're going to be going to Dallas. Uh... July 11th through the 14th. Um, like Jason and I said earlier, we're going to be staying with all the sleeper wire guys. We're going to be staying with all the eat sleep guys. Uh, we're going to be hosting a couple of live drafts at the bar. Um, after the sports con show, uh, we're going to have a table. Hopefully we're hoping to get some, uh, some celebrity sports figures over to the table to do some interviews. Uh, we're going to be raffling off shirts. We're going to be giving away shirts. Uh, I may give the shirt off my back to one lucky, lucky fan. And if, um, they, and if they win, you'll be able to get them to put it back on. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have a Sharpie. Anybody wants my autograph, it's not worth nothing, but I won't charge you anything for it. I'm signing breasts, mostly dudes, because my (laughs) wife won't let me sign chicks. (laughs) I will sign your baby's forehead if you bring it over and ask me. I will do that for you. But no, on a serious note, we're super excited to be doing the the SportsCon. We're we're really, really looking forward to it. it. It's a break that Jason and I have both been needing from the grind. Uh, we've been eating it from the factory. We talked a little bit about it last year, um, but we're we're all in this year. Uh, as soon as we get our tax returns back, we're we're booking tickets for the flight. Uh, it's it's definitely on. We've we got permission from the wives, so we yeah, can't see, wait to go. See, luckily for me, my wife's taken a a, a handful of uh, girls trips. You know, because I don't mind when she goes somewhere. So luckily for me, I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't have to negotiate at all. I'm like, Hey, remember those trips you went with your friends? Guess what? I'm going to Dallas. My my turn. Now. So Jessica really didn't push back. I I, I give her a a little bit of crap on here, but she really didn't push back. Um, She knows how much I really wanted to go. I just basically asked her, she said, well, if you want to go fine, go. And I said, I do want to go. She goes, then go. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, go. It's okay. So it wasn't the, you want to go? Fine, go. And then that was it. She was sincerely okay with me going. That was a super Um, excited. Hey, next time you do that, can you actually make your wife's voice? Or can I do it? Can I act it out? Here, okay, let's do this again. No, no, because you're you're way over dramatic. Let's try this again. And Jessica's not very dramatic at all. No, no, let's try this. Okay, so let's do the mad one. You go first. No, Jason, we're not doing this. Um, Oh, so you want to go off with your friends. I see how it is. I think this is a conversation you and your wife have had before. Don't you try to decide track me. Let's talk about <laughs> what you want to do. You want to go there to strip clubs, don't you? You're not going to some football thing. You're going to see the girls. Yeah, my wife knows I don't do strip clubs. Yeah, I know. Uh, listen, <laughs> what, what am I going to say? I don't know. Exactly. I'm trying to do but, this uh, thing with you and you're just not doing it. No, because I told you no. I'm trying to entertain the people, George. It's not very entertaining, you trying to be somebody's wife. I think wow, people that, would enjoy it. Listen, just, yeah, I, I think I, people... I, yeah, just stop. We're, we're just going to stop with that. Wait, if I put out a poll and I... What if we? What if I get enough people, would you do it? So if, if I get enough interest in this, would you... Would you? Uh, can I be... No. Can I pretend to be your wife? No. No? No. No? Not even on the trip? Not even on the trip. I can't nag you, like, the whole time? I will punch you in the mouth. <laughs> it's been, dude. It's been too long since we've done a show. This is kind of fun. This is fun. I know. I haven't thrown anything at you in so long. I know it's so good because we're in so, like it'd be a long ass throw. I can't throw that far. If I could, I'd be in the NFL. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All well, right. I got. I got another good piece of news. Uh oh. My house is on the market. So somebody please buy it. Oh yeah. How's that going? It's actually going really good. Uh, I've had a couple people come back, look at it multiple times. Um, we've had two couples come back and look at it on multiple occasions, I should say. Uh, I've had lots of interest. I, I think it's been shown probably 15 times. So it's been shown 15 times. So, yeah, I, I'm thinking the price that we're asking is a little bit high. But as long as we're still garnering attention and people visiting it multiple times, I'm not willing to drop the price just yet. So, uh, man, I don't want to get into this on the pad. I was going to say, so how much? Actually, without going into, oh, well, in case I'll, people, I'll do it. 
So we're asking for two hundred and fifty thousand. Yep. That's what we're asking. I'm willing to take less. I have a number. I won't say the number. Uh, I do have a number in my head on on what is an automatic accept, what, and so- it is lower than two hundred fifty thousand. But but that's what Jessica wanted to to list it at at first. And when we pulled the comps and the comparables to the houses around it that have sold recently that are comparable in size, comparable in bedrooms, it's actually what the price range is. Right. No, no, no. And then you're figuring, you know, 7,500 of that, of the profits goes to whoever the uh, buying realtor is. So. God damn, we're in the wrong, but you're in the wrong business. I know you're a realtor. We're in the wrong fucking business. I am. I, just, I like what I do, though. Seriously, I, I like what I do. Listen, and... I do too. But Jesus Christ, like I, every time I talk to a realtor friend of mine or my brother-in-law, it's like, man, there's lots of money out there, and I'm not getting enough. There is. There absolutely is. And same here. But anyway, yeah, there's a number. Uh, if anybody hits it or gets close to it, I would seriously consider accepting as uh, right away. Well, that way you but... can stop paying monthly on it. Yeah, I'm still doing the monthly payments. I'm still paying the interest on the the equity line that I got on it. So, kind of need to get it moving. Uh, it's completely done. Only thing I, I got left to do is put a garage door opener in the garage door. Uh, and my dad was supposed to be doing that at some point this week. Other than that, it's 100% done. That's cool. That's cool. Yep. I I wish uh, I wish I had a house to sell. I wish I could sell my house. Honestly, I'd sell my house. You could. It would be a pain in the ass, but you could do it. Oh yeah, I'd have to get Karen to clean all her shit out of it. The the hardest part about selling a house is trying to live in it and sell it at the same time. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. That's why I'm glad we completely moved out and we're selling it that way. It's just literally. If you're selling your house and living in the house and trying to sell your house, you have to keep your house in pristine condition at all times because you get realtors who will call you, even though you put in there, you know, must have an appointment, they will call you and be like, Hey, I want to show your house in 25 minutes. Is that okay? And you don't want to say no because you don't want a potential to sale to yeah. walk away. Yeah, yeah, you so don't want to lose the sale. You have to keep the house in prist every room in your in your house in pristine condition at all times. And that for me, that's just not the way I live. I don't I You don't know, my know. house is typically it's clean, but the, you know, there's a little bit of clutter on the counters, you know. I've got teenagers, they tend not to pick up after themselves, so I'm constantly on them. But the house when you walk in, it's clean, it's lived in, but it's clean. Uh, and so I, I can't do the whole, keep this house in pristine condition at all times, you know, no mail on the counter ever. Uh, it's just no dishes in the sink at all. You know, it's just, I can't do that. That's just not the way I I like to live my life. Well, and here's the other thing. Um, I have a five, no, six year old. Sorry. Fuck. I forgot how old Eli was. I have a six year old (laughs) and he, uh. He is a tornado. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep it clean in the house. I mean, it's clean, like you said. No. It's clean, but you can't keep it clean. Yeah. Like you need to to sell a house. Yep. So. And and it's not something I would ever, I'd ever want to do. Uh, for those people who have done that before, more power to you. Nothing but respect. But me personally, just speaking on my behalf, I cannot do that. What you got? Anything else? No, I I I, I am actually pretty good. All right. Well, let's uh let's wrap a bow on this thing. Yeah, let's do that.
Well, so that wraps up uh, this week in Break from the Grind. We are going to do a show sooner, I promise. We are going to have one out probably uh, this, you know. We'll probably oh, this one will probably, it's Monday, so this one will probably be out what, tomorrow? Tuesday, Tuesday? yeah. Yeah, so this will be out okay. Tuesday. And, uh, I'll have a guest for us next week. Uh, I'll, I'll work on that. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll have a, a guest for us guaranteed in the next 30 minutes or so. Uh-oh. Do you know who is it going to be? I got to I got to reach out. I got contacts. I got to make I got to I got to make contacts with people, Jason. Okay. Just can't I can't arbitrarily throw names out. I have to confirm. We should get some of the eat sleep guys on. I was thinking that with uh doing a crossover with them and and having Adam on, but uh I want to wait till we get a little closer to do that. God damn it. Do you know the one thing that really pisses me off before we get out of here? What's that? That the best joke of that interview we couldn't fucking leave in the podcast. You could have. You could have just put it at the very back of the... Oh, I did, you... but there's no context. So, like... That's okay. Me, you, and her will laugh. That is all that needs to be done. You know who else is going to laugh? Who? Uh, Two Drink and Shane, because I told them to. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, So, that is it for this episode of Breaking from the Grind. Uh, And if you need to reach out to us, you can catch us at bftgpodcast at gmail.com. George, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at BFTGPod. You can find me on the Fantasy Life app at Geo. You can find me on the Sleeper app at BFTGEO. And for me, you can catch me at the Fantasy Life app. I'm at Dr. Mill. You can catch me on the Sleeper app. I'm at FL Dr. Millbarge. You can catch me on Twitter at FL Dr. Millbarge. And uh, you can catch this podcast anywhere awesome podcasts are, you know. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably found a spot to find it. Thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. Tried it was his kneecap. <laughs>